The Crawford Stand, with the president of Crawford Media Group, Don Crawford. God ordained that you and I live in America, my fellow Americans. He ordained it. Why? Only he knows. You and I are privileged to live in the greatest land, the greatest nation in the history of mankind. We are blessed beyond belief, far more than we can know. No matter what may be wrong with this great country, the problems and difficulties we the people face, we should never forget that America is the greatest nation. Would you want to live anyplace else? You could. If you do, why don't you? And you should be on your knees thanking God every day that you were born here and not someplace else. There is no nation like America, none in human history, none, none. Ah, but it is ironic, sad really, that we the citizens, we the people, the partakers of these American privileges and liberties, we really cannot fully appreciate them. We cannot rightly teach them. We do not rightly live by them. And as our Constitution says, protect, preserve, and defend these freedoms and liberties, we really don't do that like we should. And protect them not only for us, but for our posterity, those who come after. And to teach them, our children, how, how unique, how special America and its Constitution and its rule of law, its way of life, how special all of this is. Ah, so special. But with these blessings and privileges, our obligations and duties, we owe. We are required to give back, to invest back in this great country, to do our part to preserve, protect, and defend this way of life and our blessed freedoms, including and especially freedom of religion. Ah, today, how casually we seem to neglect these duties and, more than ever, Americans take their freedoms, and especially their political freedoms, for granted. We assume they go on, and that we will live out the life given us without doing our share of the work required to maintain them. And as that practice continues, the freedoms we enjoy will be lost indeed in one generation. That will happen. And what a tragedy that would be if it does. So, where are we? Where are you and where am I when the revolutionary call of the British are coming, the current day British, when that echoes through America as it seems to be doing right now? Where are we? Why do we not grab our muskets of faith and head to the battlefield, whatever that is, to protect our beloved America? Why do we not do that? Why do we take so much for granted? Our political system is the finest ever designed, ever it provides for the full exercise of federal power, but it also provides for incredible checks and balances. Run right, governed right, implemented in constitutional terms, the American form of government is the very finest ever designed by mankind. The vast majority of our children never know that. They're never trained in that. They're never taught that. And boy, they should be. They are not trained up in the ways in which they should go politically as well as spiritually, and especially politically. And when they are old and they become decision makers for America, as so many are now, they know not the way of their parents, the way of America, the way of the Constitution. 
Oh, how sad. And the beginning of the end of freedom and of America itself. There are so many ways to learn who we are, what we are, how we should function, and why it is necessary for every citizen, every citizen, to do his or her part. It's critical. So many millions are uninformed. And perhaps even worse, those same millions really don't care. They really don't feel a sense of urgency. They really don't realize what is happening in America today. They remain indifferent and, like Nero of old in Rome, fiddled, wasted time, went off the battlefield while America burns. Someone else to the rescue, but I am too busy. It's not my business. I don't know what to do. Say the millions and freedom, our very constitutional liberties, teeter, teeter on the brink. Every American citizen should know one issue and know it well, at least one. So often, when an American knows one and can think it through and discuss reasons and come to constitutional conclusions, that American wants more. More issues, more knowledge, more capability of understanding what America is all about, more involvement. And that real, true American becomes possessed daily with a greater concern for all things American. One issue, one catalyst for more, but just one to start. Do you have that one issue that you really care about, that you really want to know more about, that you are willing to stand up for and work to see that it happens? Are you? And with that knowledge comes a desire to really know the candidates and what those candidates stand for in political office and what they think and what they believe, and especially about that one issue. And again, one leads to more. And that's the key for American political education. One leads to a hunger for more understanding of issues and our beloved Constitution. Candidates are understood in terms of their past and their true action and their deeds, their real beliefs without hypocrisy or words, and their voting alliances are formed, and we know them, and we can evaluate those candidates as a result of them. When that happens and when it's right, our support, our real support can be given. Money or money consideration and time and effort and endorsement can be rendered confidently. You can do one of those three things. You can give money, little or large, or money considerations, and especially your time and effort. You can give that to the causes for America in which you believe. That informed, enlightened voter at work politically will attend rallies. That supporter will support special appearances and attend, go there, be involved. That voter, one issue expert and exploring all others, can influence so many readily and confidently. One issue. What is your one issue? And again, that inevitably leads to the want more, to the want more, more knowledge of all issues and all America is and stands for. Political discussions then become natural. They move from mere duty to opportunity. Those discussions become natural and normal 
to discuss with family, for example, the primary responsibility of every individual, and to educate that family, and to be educated by them. It stimulates thinking, and when watered with prayer, political matters become all the more clear. Pray about them, and pray about the candidates, and pray that God will bless America. As this begins to happen and build, action becomes easier. It becomes natural, action does, even desirable. It is not forced, but is there. It's right there, waiting, waiting for the right passionate and loving American to seize the opportunity, to seize the day, and stand up, stand up for our beloved America. Then, the First Amendment, the absolute guarantee, the absolute guarantee of those five precious freedoms, critically necessary for mankind and the future of America and you and me, they become a way of life. For without them, any of them, there would be no America. Freedom of religion, freedom of religion, and freedom of speech, and freedom of press, and freedom of petition, and freedom of assembly, all five critical For without all five, there really is no freedom. That America, that real American citizen, studies to show himself or herself approved unto God and to his or her fellow Americans. They show themselves as true political workmen and workwomen, constantly in the task of learning and loving the Constitution and making sure that those who govern us do what is right so that he or she daily becomes a far better American, a far better citizen, rightly dividing, understanding, and communicating political truths in an America which now lives in so many ways in the era of post-truth. Post-truth. I first heard that awful term from our former president, Barack Hussein Obama, the era of post-truth. Oh, my soul, my fellow American, America needs now more than ever the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Stand up for that. Stand up for that. Now is the time for Christian and conservative action. Now. Are you willing to do your part? Do you love, care for, and are you willing to protect and defend this, the greatest land in the history of mankind, in which you are privileged to live? Are you? It's now or never. Remember the words of Ronald Reagan, the loss of freedom is only one generation away, and this might be the generation. You and I have the duty as citizens to make certain that this is not that generation. The views expressed here on the Crawford Stand are those of the speaker. And as always, Don Crawford would love to have you connect. Send him an email and let him know where you stand with regard to freedom and America. His email address is stand at crawfordmediagroup.net. When you write, be sure to tell Mr. Crawford on what station you hear the stand. The email address again is stand at crawfordmediagroup.net. When you want to review what you hear, go to our website, CrawfordMediaGroup.net. You can also go online to MyHopeNow.com. Think about downloading the MyHopeNow app, too. 
The Crawford Stand is a public affairs presentation of Crawford Media Group and this station. Serving God and country. I'm Bill McCormick.